Chapter Four of The House with the Twisting Passage by Marion St. John Webb. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to find out how you can volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Zanusha. The House with the Twisting Passage by Marion St. John Webb Chapter 4 The Lighted Windows When Jenny had left for Aunt Emma's, it had been a cold, rainy evening, and she had looked back, with tears in her eyes, at the old manor-house with its rows of dark windows, behind which lived Miss Ruby and Uncle Nodding, and all the rest of her pretending people. And she had felt as if she were leaving behind all her friends. If only she could have taken one of them with her to Putney! But there was no room for Miss Ruby or any of them in Aunt Emma's little house, which smelled of new paint and linoleum, and had small, spidery-legged tables full of knick-knacks all about the rooms. Aunt Emma was always bumping into these tables and knocking them over, but she never seemed to mind. She would merely write whichever table she had upset and call Jenny to pick up all the scattered ornaments and photograph frames and arrange them once more in their places. Jenny did try once to pretend that Miss Ruby had come on a visit to Putney, but it was not a success. Aunt Emma's laugh got in the way. Jenny could never be alone at Aunt Emma's, however much she wanted to be. It seemed as if Aunt Emma was all the time bumping into her thoughts and scattering them and all the pretending, just as she scattered all the ornaments off the little tables. Even at night-time Jenny was not alone. She slept in Aunt Emma's room, and Aunt Emma always went to bed early and talked to her until Jenny fell asleep. Aunt Emma was very kind-hearted, but Jenny was not really happy with her. There seemed always to be a fuss going on about something or other. If it wasn't the doings of the grocer's boy that Aunt Emma talked about to Jenny, it was the doings of the people next door, or the extravagant ways of Aunt Emma's charwoman. Aunt Emma always told a story three times over. The first time, as soon as she got to the end, she would say, Yes, and that's how it was, and begin all over again. The third time she would tell it in bits, recalling a sentence here and there, and repeating the middle part first, perhaps, and then jumping back to the beginning but she always told it three times, and Jenny was expected to sit and listen politely and laugh in the right places every time. All this was rather trying to Jenny when she was longing to be racing up and down the long passage, calling on Miss Ruby and Mr. Snatcher, or hushing Miss Clare's old doll to sleep in the deserted nursery. Whenever Jenny thought of Miss Clare, a dreadful heavy feeling seemed to get inside her, 
until she tried not to remember the Miss Clare in the black feathered hat who had come to the house that day, but thought only of the little girl in the picture. And gradually there grew up in Jenny's mind two separate Miss Clares, her own and the other one, the other one being a strange grown-up, who was not really Miss Clare at all, but a person who unfortunately happens to have the same name. One morning Aunt Emma said at breakfast, "'Here's a letter from your Aunt Abby. "'You're to go back tomorrow, my dear.' "'Jenny tried hard not to show how glad she was to hear this, "'because she did not want to hurt Aunt Emma's feelings. "'All the same, she could hardly sit still a moment, "'and tomorrow seemed a long way off. "'She counted up how many hours would have to pass.' before she would actually be in the train on her way back to Miss Ruby, and she put the numbers down on a piece of paper and crossed one off every time Aunt Emma's dining-room clock struck. Of course, she took care not to let Aunt Emma see what she was doing, and when, at the end, goodbyes were said, she put her arms very tightly round Aunt Emma's neck, and felt suddenly remorseful that she was not more sorry to go. She was, in fact, so happy to be going back to Miss Ruby that she felt she quite loved Aunt Emma. And Aunt Emma said, What an affectionate little thing it is, and never guessed that Jenny had missed anything in the little furniture-crowded house at Putney. It was quite dark when Jenny arrived at the gate of the old manor-house. The village postmistress, a friend of Aunt Abby's, who happened to be in London that day, had taken charge of Jenny and brought her from Aunt Emma's back to Aunt Abby. As they came to the gate, Jenny, who had been chatting all the way from the station, fell suddenly silent. She looked up at her dear old house, with its many windows, but somehow it seemed different. What had happened? Her eyes travelled from one window to another, and she saw that a light gleamed from every one. No longer were they dark and desolate looking. It was as if Miss Ruby and Mr. Snatcher and Uncle Nodding and all of them had lit up their windows to welcome her home. End of chapter 4